All right, how are you guys doing? Welcome over here. This episode is sponsored by Ghostbed. If you guys were not well aware, the people that were inside that submarine ended up dying on Sunday, not today. Apparently, the I don't know if you read all this. Mm. Yeah, they found out on Sunday. It's like some people actually talking about there's a conspiracy thing going around that they held off on the news that they actually knew about it exploding on Sunday because it was Joe Biden's son. They were like releasing all the stuff on him today. They were like trying to convolute the, the news outlets oh, that have st- <laughs> I'm not kidding. I was reading through it. I was like, sure. I don't know if that's the case, but sure. I, it doesn't really matter, but that's, I don't know. That's just something that I. Well, that was the best case scenario for the submarine. It was extremely rapid decompression. It was. It's it better was, than that, I read dying of thirst or It lasted no like one second. I would have been way less. It was like. It'd be instantaneous. Gone. Yeah. So. Like. Because once there's a leak, it's gone. Like it's pretty much sucks either way. Yeah. The memes, as terrible a tragedy as this is, the internet never fails to be just horrific, yeah. dark humor. The Xbox. What I can't help myself. No, the Xbox one where it says, "Please re- reconnect your controller." Yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, stuff. I like the one of Austin yeah. Powers trying to turn around the hallway, and it's like the guy with an Xbox controller in the in the Titanic's hull right now. <laughs> I'm like, man, like, come on. But, That's, uh, oh, the poor people. Uh, well, I mean, it really. I mean, I'd be scared. Listen, I'm just gonna throw that out there. I'd be terrified. For one, I would never go to the bottom of the ocean. Even if I had two hundred fifty thousand extra dollars, I wouldn't be going to the bottom of the ocean to look at that. Dynamic. Especially in the janky. But well, the guy's mate pulled out when the other guys was like, "This is fucked. I'm not going." So some guy, I know that. yeah, the guy. Like I think it's the guy that went on um, whatever Jeff Bezos's rocket was the space yeah. billionaire who died on this. He had a friend who was meant to go with him, and his mate looked at it, had paid the deposit, so twenty five thousand dollars, and was like, saw it, and he's like, no. Nah. I'm not doing that. So now he'd be like, of course, sad he lost his mate, but he'd be like, fuck. Have you seen that meme? <laughs> of like, Are you I'm sorry. <laughs> there was like, there's like this girl, um, like diving down, and it's like current gold diggers hearing that there's billionaires on the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> no, and I was seen fuck. Seen the one. internet, bro. I guess I haven't spent enough time on there. I know a little bit of what's going on inside of Ukraine. They took a bridge out. No, they, they, they went they, through they, the bridge. Which is pretty good. I mean, I saw the video of it, or the I guess yeah, I guess you said the video of it, of it hitting. I don't really know what kind of round hit it. I didn't really do a deep people, dive on that. People are saying it was storm shadow, but I haven't seen any confirmation on that. I don't really care what it was. To be honest with you, it put a big hole in the bridge and made it impassable. Do I know how long that's going to last for? It could be a couple of days. I mean, I, I I really have no idea. Yeah, I, I I looking at the photos. I wouldn't say it's in, like it's impassable in that lane, but the yeah. other lane, like <laughs> I'd, I'd fucking I'd go for it. Like you, people need to remember that, like the bridges in our countries suck ass compared to like these. Like the Soviet Union built everything expecting a nuclear war, and Ukraine was part of the Soviet Union. So the tunnels, the bridges, look at how deep the metro is. A lot of that stuff was built to survive shelling. Or nuclear war. This is why neither Russia or Ukraine, when they're hitting bridges, have much success. It does this. It punches through. Like, look at the, met- the Kiev Metro. I believe is the deepest in the world. And th- that was done on purpose because the Soviets had this idea that they're going to go to nuclear war, which at one point was pretty bloody close. Yeah. It's just kind of ironic. Now they're having to fight against their own stuff they built. Yeah. Well, that's where they're keeping the high Mars. 
that's that video of Captain High Mars when he's like, let me know where you are and I won't bomb you, blah, 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 was I'm keeping the High Mars in shelters you built. Like, But then I'd think, well, surely there's a map somewhere to be like, well, it's one of these 50 bunkers. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, for Journal 1, they were digging the... Uh, I was that God, that was terrible. Imagine being those guys at the very beginning of the war, by the way. Getting a map from pre-80, whatever it was. Mm. <laughs> Digging a trench up at Chernobyl. Yeah. <laughs> Don't have radiation poisoning. Yeah. A terrific map. That is terrible. That is, we're, we started this one off kind of weird. Oh, yeah, here, look, I came across it. Oh, my God, Ben Shapiro just retweeted. That's why I just popped back up on my feed. The Biden administration knew the Titan submarine imploded Sunday, but waited until today to make it public. Convenient smokescreen for today's house, Houseways and Means release of IRS whistleblower testimony of DOJ sabotage of Hunter Biden's investigation. That was a mouthful. Well, it hasn't worked because everyone's talking about it. Ben Shapiro's got like 10 yeah. million followers. He, he, just, he, he just retweeted it. I don't know how many followers he has. He has 5.8. Wow, a lot of people 8. like 8. him. 8. No, 5.8. A 5.8. Got a lot of people like him. A lot of people love Ben. He's so intelligent, though. If you ever heard that guy speak, yeah. I would hate to be in a debate against him. There's yeah. literally nobody I know that ever in the history of debating that could probably beat that guy. He's too fast. Yeah. He's just too yeah, fast. Yeah. He really doesn't. He'll hit you with just, you, you won't even know like, what well, I don't even know what to say. My mom, yeah. so I'm so, so done. Okay, whatever. It's interesting. I've loved listening to him talk about Israel, Palestine, and it's interesting. But just random stuff he talked to. It doesn't really, it doesn't even have to be political. I mean, the guys went to harbor for God's sakes. Yeah. Well, Lots of people got Harvard who, like, have just got money. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the Ukrainians did take some ground in the southern portion of the country. And apparently they broke in some lines on the eastern side, which they haven't been able to do since 2014. Do you have that map pulled up right now that you can actually share on screen for everybody? Uh, I can do. You can? Well, I'll just send Charles a screenshot. That northeast of Marienka where normally on deep state of the purple region is, which is positions held since 14, since the initial invasion back then, and this is just the extension of that invasion, really, that Ukraine has actually taken position there, and that is the first time we've actually seen Ukraine take any positions that have been held since then. So that could be, you know, something large. We're not, we don't know how much has been taken by the look of the map, not too much, but it is symbolic of definitely something because that is, you know, the move then into Donetsk City, which is you know the the, well, the capital of Donetsk. From there, well, I do I do think it could be super beneficial because, um, well, in that area, if they're able to actually take hold any portion north of that city itself, would kind of I don't know. It's going to really do anything to the men that are on the southern side of the city. They might be able to cut off some routes. I just, I don't know. I, I I just don't see, there hasn't been any massive gains on the eastern side of the country, so I don't really want to say that they even have the ability to do so. I don't know. I mean, we saw what happened in Bakhmut. They're actually taking a little bit of grants. You see those the buildings in Bakhmut that are actually the before and after? Yeah. Oh, some yeah. of the stuff came out today, and I was like, my. Oh, it, it's geez, basically geez. flattened to rubble. It, it looks, flattened. you wouldn't, unless you knew what you're looking for, you could barely tell the difference between Maripol and Bakhmut. So, yeah, where I'm looking at that region they took now, and I'd say one of the big regions that going through there is there's very little of the defensive buildup right in that region. So it's basically a gap in the defensive positions from there. So it's a very interesting place to go. In. And what we do know from the ISW, from reports, from whatever, is that Ukraine have pulled back in some areas and are reassessing their offensive and going on from there. So... 
You know, the first time we saw the offensive or the first positions we saw was south of Orokiv in places um, like Novodonetsky, uh, Makarivka, places like these. So that's where we first saw things happen and we haven't seen any movement in there for at least four to five days now. But where we have seen movement is like we just spoke about to the northeast of Mariinka. We've also seen some movement sort of in around Avdivka, but that was Russian movement. But we've also seen more in around Kremenar too. So, you know, there could be a idea of, right, those defensive works in those southern positions are just impenetrable at the moment. Let's change up and go from there. And like we spoke about yesterday, that you are significantly better off doing this at this point, at early in the war, right, or early in the, sorry, counteroffensive, right, this isn't working, let's try somewhere else. Then committing yourself fully to a region that isn't optimal for your push in from there. So I honestly, right now, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a front open up absolutely anywhere. And with the Dnipro River basically a desert, I actually just saw something that is... Did you see this thing? We might actually want to throw this thing up on screen. Did you see this thing? Yeah, the satellite images before and after. Yeah, that's actually yeah. really, really, really nuts. Yep. Really nuts. I'll go ahead and throw that thing up there. I'll send that over to Charles. I can throw that on screen. It's pretty cool. Yeah. But it's pretty neat. Watching it actually shrink and over time, that is. Which I don't know how long that's actually been at this point. Does, do you know? Uh, no, I actually don't know. It doesn't say what the first day on that was. Uh, it's been at least two weeks, I'd say. It might. Let me actually look. Did it say... Yes, it does. Uh, it's been 13 days, actually. 13 days, yeah. Right. It's been 13 days, exactly. Man, you are so good. So I'm not sure when that's going to actually start, like, drying out. Like, No, it won't dry out. There's no, It's not going to dry out because like, there is a, an actual river. That, yeah. So, well, like, here in Texas, so this dam and everything yeah. you see this lake is... Oh, but I'm meaning, like, stopped up by river. significantly less, like, to oh. the point where it's easier to cross because that river could go down to, I don't know, the, the width of it now, at the, even the narrowest point, we're talking... Well, I'm sure they could cross way. it. The thing is, is just because there's a flowing water, there could be like portions where it's like this, this deep. Yeah. Like literally yeah. nothing. Yeah. So. And it depends on the bogging. You bog down in there too. Like, oh, God, God, God. this is all going to be all super that. sandy. And oh, just, yeah. yeah. It's not going to be even crazy. There was, there was an area though I saw down on the southern portion that actually was, they called it a deserted island, which I think the person didn't realize that it, <laughs> people are really interesting, but when it dried up, that there was they, there was an actual roadbed still going across this quote unquote deserted island that's underneath the river, which is oh, nothing right. more than what we would call here in America a hump underwater. Yeah, right, that's all it is. Um, <laughs> right, it is what it is. It's, it's a big thing. But speaking of that disaster that happened there with the Nov- Novokokovka reservoir, mm-hmm. there's another disaster which Zelensky has taken to Twitter and Telegram to warn about from the security services and intelligence services. Same Ukraine. area. Same yeah. area. Okay. Same area we've talked about when Charles and I were in Ukraine. We spoke about this exact region. Charles and I are actually still part of a group chat called Glowy Boys because we thought that we were going to be glowing from radiation from the ZNPP power plant. Now, this is the biggest power plant in Europe. It's a massive plant in there and has warned that they have collected intelligence that they said they have handed over to uh, other intelligence and security agencies around the world including allied forces, America, UK, but also forces on the neutral aspect as far as China, India talks about this, but that Russia do have plans to make some level of CBRN threat or, uh, as he says, a dirty bomb here. The range of what is a dirty bomb is very, very wide, but 
Speaking of that happening there and creating a disaster and basically an uninhabited zone around there. So as we know, that power plant has been under Russian occupation since very, very early in the conflict, as well as, you know, as far as I'm aware, Spetsnaz were looking after it, so special forces, as well as we do know that it has been mined. Now, the IAEA, who is the uh, intelligence, sorry, International Atomic Energy Agency, has been in there from... About uh, late last year, they went in after there was some attempted assaults across the Dnieper River from uh, the Ukrainian forces, and they have released a statement only yesterday, being the 21st, basically saying that the, it's in somewhat like, good condition, although it's running low, but as well as that there's no a major catastrophic problem with the water in the reservoir at the moment. As we know, it's got its own independent reservoir from the Dnieper River as well as Maine's water. But talking of the mining, it has said here, the IAEA is aware of reports of mines having been placed near the cooling near the cooling pond. No mines were observed at the site during the Director General's visit, including the cooling pond. However, the IAEA is aware of previous placement of mines outside the perimeter, which the agency has previously reported, and at particular places inside, which security personnel at the plant explained were for defensive purposes. They go on to quote, our assessment of those particular placements was that while the presence of any explosive device is not in line with safety standards, no shit, the main safety functions of the facility would not be significantly affected. We were following the issue with great attention. So saying that none of the mines they saw were on cooling ponds, anything that, you know, would really be a catastrophic damage to the plant that it's on for defensive stuff. So, but as we don't know the full extent of the intelligence gathered by Ukraine's intelligence for um, services that then Zelensky is talking about from here. So we don't know. But what we do know is that Ukraine has had one horrible um, nuclear disaster before with you know very infamous Chernobyl. And, well, that was Soviet Union, but, you know, Ukraine lives very much in the memory there and that a nuclear fallout from here would be horrible. And there are some maps floating around with what areas would be affected, but we have really... No idea. We do know that both Ukraine and Russia are um, nuclear powers as far as they operate nuclear technology. We know that Russia have some absolute state-of-the-art technology where countries like even America and China look into Russia's nuclear stuff as far as you know the, how good it is of um, creating energy. So if something does happen here, I'd say it's pin away from negligence and more to done on purpose, but that's purely my opinion, because with the IEA there, with nuclear physicists, whatever, working, surely they would see this happening before it happened. As we know, Chernobyl was pure negligence, just due, at least in my way, I view it due to the aspect of communism being people put in positions who <laughs> uh, shouldn't be in there. It's not, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, Charles? Merit that it's not merit-based. But that's very interesting and a, and a grave warning to there, and we could see it setting up. But the pro-Russian channels are reporting that that is Ukraine setting up a false flag event from there. But I don't think... I bloody hope we don't see anything happen because <sighs> nuclear stuff is not to be fucked with. Like, yeah, shocking. You know what isn't to be fucked with either? Terrible night's rest. <laughs> 
Smooth. Uh, so many of us are hot sleepers. If you guys regularly wake up sweating and you're not able to get back to sleep, you're not alone. You're just like me and my wife. Unfortunately, we both sleep really hot. And your mattress and bedding can play a big role in this. That's why GhostBed is the place you need to check out. That's I actually use them. I bought them. I purchased one myself. They were going to send me two free pillows. I said, you know what? I need to buy a damn mattress from you guys because I'm tired of being hot at night. So I did. I used my own code just so you guys know. GhostBed is a family-owned company and makers of the coolest beds in the world. They've been designing cooling mattresses for the last 20 plus years with signature materials and technologies that's helped thousands of people across the U.S. get the sleep they deserve. From their signature ghost ice fabric to patented technology that adjusts with your body temperature, every GhostBed mattress is designed with cooling in mind. We love GhostBed here, so we're excited to share an exclusive deal for our listeners. You guys right now can get 40% off all GhostBed mattresses, plus get two free luxury pillows for free when you guys use promo code ROB. Yes, promo code ROB at GhostBed.com forward slash ROB. The link to the very top of the description. Go check them out. 40% off everything. Telling you guys right now, go check them out. Use promo code ROB at GhostBed.com forward slash ROB. Take advantage of the exclusive offer. That's GhostBed.com forward slash ROB with promo code ROB. All right, so I just actually sifted through a gentleman's post who's extremely intelligent. Like, when I mean extremely intelligent, what was he? He was a retired Army Major General, which is, God, I don't even know what that, he was in your military, by the way. Yes, right. I don't know how high up that is, a retired Army. He's he's very high. Major General, which, yeah, yeah, even in ours, it's it's absolutely. He was combat engineer. That's right. Was he? Okay, well, this gentleman is extremely smart. Man, I'm a bit I jealous just, of him. What's that? I'm a bit jealous of him. I, well, I mean, I'm not. He's I mean, got the one higher medal than I do. No. He has an AM, and I have an OAM. I don't even Dog. know what an OAM is. <laughs> what is an OAM? Order of, Queen's Order of Australia. What is it, what'd you get it for? Um, service of the Nation. Oh. But okay. Well. He's got. He's a member. He's an AM. The less letters you have, the better. I have learned something new today. I, Commonwealth, I, baby. I, I, Commonwealth, I, I never baby. even asked you about your what OAM meant this entire time. I mean, it's, I'm, I just thought it was some short form of something, and I was correct. Yeah. Whatever. It is. It is. <laughs> it's a metal. Um, but what he was talking about, it, oh, is that why he put AM there? That, yes, why is Oh, AM. my God. Because you use it as post-nominals. Really? So, like, my license and stuff can have Matthew Williams OAM. Really? Like Queen's Order, yeah. Oh my God! Like, ours, okay, that makes yeah. it a little bit more. But sense. he's like high, high, like ours yeah. just says DV. Yeah, you know what that means? Something veteran, disabled. Oh right, <laughs> no, no, no. I get mine that says disabled veteran. Yours gets all special. And Queen's Order. Mine just says this guy's fucking broke. Well, if you guys didn't fight back against the against the English, you'd well, have it. Fucking, they shouldn't tax us for their for our tea. Fucking fucks. Nah, bro. Bastards. We could have ruled the world. How <laughs> can the English Empire come back? So what are you talking about? It's actually, I, I like what he's saying. It clearly, it's going to be much more intelligent than what I could ever come up with. But short form, it was 25 literally threaded tweets, which is essentially the most I've read in my entire life. And he's talking about the fact that I was kind of wondering why the Ukrainians, when they started this counteroffensive, why did they just push through one... One area, Blitzkrieg style, I even mentioned it. Why didn't they push through this one area? It seems like it's the most weakest area down there north of Mariupol, that one little pocket we're mm-hmm. looking at. So why didn't they just push through here with one big force like the Germans did? Just Blitzkrieg their ass and just punch through. He's claiming that <sighs> the most likely course of action that they're attempting to do is to not allow the, uh, the Russian generals or the Russian commanders to, f- to, to really know... It's almost like a feint. 
They don't really, they're not, they're, they're hitting them in multiple different areas, which I think right now it's like on five or four. I don't really know which one it is. Five or four, four or five. So they don't really entirely know where to amass their, their troops. And that's why the Russians are now starting to start up, kick up some stuff in Kremino, which is on the complete opposite side of the front that's really taking place. And he's saying that this is the beginning and what, there are, what they are doing is, is, is kind of, I guess, in doctrine, right, right in line with what the Soviets do, just absolutely pound and smash areas that you're about to take or attempt to take with, with ground forces. And the Russians don't really have a lot of men that are exceptionally trained right now. That's the other thing he talks about. Right. So they can't really just go on the offensive on all fronts, kind of like the, the Ukrainians are now currently doing, because they have a ton of men that are, well, let's just be... Frank, they're not trained at all. They're just pretty much there to hold rear security, if anything. Or, I guess I, I did see a video drawn for this today. Of it, um, I don't know. It was pretty disturbing, actually. I don't know if it was. It claimed that it was Russians shooting Russians that were retreating. I don't know if you saw that one. Did you see it? Oh, I've seen stuff like that, but it's I, you can't really tell fake. what it is. A lot of every time I've seen it, I was, I'm like, I was like, oh, this is kind of weird, but. I did see a guy that tried to jump away from a grenade that was dropped from a drone, and he jumped on I've the grenade. Yeah. I was like, oh, wow. that got You, you could have jumped left or right, buddy, and you jumped on it. It's all good. I mean, it is what it is. Anyway, this guy talks about that in the coming weeks could actually be when they pinpoint where they actually want to start pushing more and funneling more of their men and troops after they smash the, the trenches and whatever gun emplacements they're trying to hit or whatever HQs or bridges, for instance. Mm-hmm. Don't have the logistics. But, I mean, that thing you're talking about, that bridge that it hit today, I don't think that's really going to do very much. As, as we both know, the hole looks to be about the size of this table. Yeah. It doesn't look like, I mean, it probably hit, they didn't need like four more of those things, which is kind of crazy to me. If they're going to shoot one at it and you have the ability to hit, hit it with ten, why the fuck wouldn't you just hit it with 10? I thought, I thought that with all the missile attacks. Why wouldn't you just from fucking hit it with 10, dude? From Russia and Ukraine. I don't get it. Why? Why are you send one? Like, fucking this send 10. But this one I don't get is why, like, say, say, for example, Russia, when they're bombing Kiev with the drones, with the rockets, whatever. Why do you send 30? Why wouldn't you send 300? Like, or yeah, I know 3, you know, Because you're going to... Because we know they've got that many because they've done 30 every week yeah. for 10 weeks. So, But why wouldn't you save up if you're making them and do it to overwhelm the systems and some will leak through? Because if you're sending 10, 20, 30, most of them are getting shot down. But if you send 300 once every 10 weeks, they'd probably get through. Same as this. Like, bloody that, no. Like, those analysts, like, all this information given of the where the bridges are, where to hit it, storm shadow, all that is coming from Western satellites, Poseidons, all yeah. this shit. Like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't really understand that. But Mick Ryan is a, is a good one to speak because, like, you and I were not officers. We don't understand really large scale, like large, large scale. Movements. Not none of this kind of shit. No, I didn't go to school for this. Yeah. These guys went to school for this. Oh yeah. So it, it's very, it's very interesting what he says. But you said in that that you know Russia's got a lot of guys who are untrained. That is, that is true. The right, the spectrum of. Russia's training goes zero to a hundred. Like in the American, in Western militaries, everyone has a standard. That's why you have a basic training: is whether you're a cook or in the Delta Force, you all have that basic level of training. That's the whole point of it. Where Russia has levels for infantry, levels for this, level for that. But you can find units who just because of their geographical location of what town, city, oblast they're part of have no funding, no training, whatever. And then another one, which 
know what they're doing. So it, it's all over the place. I've been reading a lot, though, about people saying, what if Russia have somewhat sorted their shit out and are learning and where these came from? Well, seeing that the VDV, being the Russian paratroopers, are using quad bikes with uh, Cornet uh, ATGM missiles. And this is something we've seen Ukraine have so much success on, is these small anti-armoured movements like that. And we have seen with a lot of Russian um, invasions before, and there's a lot of them to look at, that for the first 12 months, they fuck it up, and then they lose a lot, and then they start adapting to it. So, I don't know, um, but it'd be very interesting to see, it'd be very interesting what Mick Ryan says from me. I'm looking at his page now, but red flag already with the NAFO thing, but, you know, we'll let him slide. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it... it it makes more sense that they're looking at these areas, probing away. But you could claim that Ukraine's been probing now for four months. Like, Sure. A long you time. Could. Yeah. There's been a lot of that, you know, even in um, Belgrade, areas like this. So it, it's, it's interesting. But the thing is, with everything you or I say, with what Mick says, what Putin says, what Zelensky says, everyone, time will tell. Time will tell what, what is actually going to happen. And I believe that we're on the cusp of the next couple of weeks that we have to see this. But I would have said that a month ago. I would have said that the month before that as well. I feel like I have said that over the last six months. Well, the next couple of weeks, guys, it's going to happen. The, 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 the counter-offensive is going to kick off, and then it kicks off, and you're like, all right, in the next couple of weeks, it's going to keep going. It's going to really take off. I started trying to find the video of the guys – I've seen multiple now of the Russians, the Russians, I don't think they're in the military, the civilians setting up um, dragon's teeth. And it was actually fairly impressive looking. They didn't, the, whoever it was, the Ukrainians didn't kill them with any drones. They just kind of scared them. They actually ran a drone in the side of the truck. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it didn't go off. I have no idea. Doesn't even matter. But there was a, the, the layers of dragon teeth in, in certain areas, it goes literally those, trench, those, uh, most likely a minefield. Dragon teeth, trench, dragon teeth, another minefield. It's just like, the, and that's the thing that people got to also realize, I guess, at the same time, I'm, I'm saying this out loud, they're having to push through areas like that in certain spots. Yeah. Oh, that, like certain well, spots. But the thing is, we haven't seen them push through those areas. Yeah, they haven't had to push through any of that kind of stuff. And, yet, and so. the video, there's a video of a challenger too, I believe, pushing a, a, a single like dragon's tooth on ground. It was like, this doesn't work. I'm like, it's not to stop you, it's to delay you, that you have to pull up, get around them, do whatever, blow them with engineers. It's delaying, then you can hit with ATGM, Cornet, whatever. That's what it's for. And the thing is, too, a lot of the dragons are chained together. So, yeah, tank has the power to push one through the ground. But if you chain, if you chain them together, you've got 5,000 of them chained together. You're not pushing <laughs> them. So, that's a poor example of it, but... Sorry. What if they just cut the train? But this is the thing, is you need to then get engineers out, go up, cut the train. It's all delaying. So defensive works are for that. It's for delaying, funneling, putting your enemy in position. So you'll see them shaped one way to push you and then move up. It's what you do when you build a defense. I've set up many a defensive position, where that's you're setting up wire obstacles, you're setting out lots of this stuff, illumination, all this stuff, to draw your enemy into regions that are best for you to fight on. And... That's what a lot of this is, and that will be a huge delay. And when we see them move through those positions, when you know Ukraine do pick a spot, if Mick Ryan's correct, pick a spot, we're going for that, and then we'll see what the effect of those actually is. Maybe it's fuck all. Maybe they can hit it 
hard with whatever beforehand. But we've seen that landmines are a big problem. Like landmines are just insane. And the artillery is a huge problem too, which gives standoff to a degree. So it'll be very interesting, but we'll see. In other news, I just found out today, Turkey's central bank raises their interest rates by 6.5% today. Yeah. Turkey's in a bad way. Turkey is way just in a way so worse state than people. Tur- Turkey is a moderate dictatorship under Erdogan. Inflation so is way worse than people think. Like I know I've talked to a few Turkish friends and they're like, yeah, the news will tell you 10%, but it's like 80%. And if we'll look at it, Turkey just lost 55,000 people or something in the, in the earthquake and I don't know, a million homes maybe? I don't know. But... Horrific stuff. Turkey's still on that long wait list for EU. Turkey tried EU membership. I'm going to look that up. I reckon it's over 20 years ago. God. The stuff that you randomly see. Oh, my God. If you were to guess where this video was taking place, where do you think this was taking place? Australia. Oh, By no. a shell in the background? It's a circle K. So it's definitely, I think it was actually probably California, if I was to guess. Oh. Well, that's my bad. I want to hear what you had to say about Turkey, though. So Turkey... I know you're about to go on a rant. Turkey was officially recognised as a candidate for full membership on December 1999. So what are we, 24 years waiting on the candidacy for uh, membership? No, I, I know that Erdogan is very popular in Turkey, as by the votes, but to everyone I know who lives in Turkey, they're like, the thing holding us back. Is Erdogan. We went from prosperous country to a somewhat level of bad. And, and the people have very differing opinions. I don't know. The guy don't live there. But yeah, Turkey, with the earthquake, with not EU support, well, they're not part of NATO, but they're always in trouble with NATO because of their alliances through to Russia as well. <sighs> bombing, of, <laughs> bombing of Syria, bombing of everywhere. So... It's interesting. Turkey's a very interesting case study to look at. Hmm. I love you, Turkey, though. I know you do. There's a lot of people in America that just don't even care about Turkey even the slightest bit. They should. <laughs> I promise you that I even told Charles that right the day you stepped over there and we're making videos, I said, no one cares about Turkey in America. Half the world doesn't care what's going on in Syria. They don't care what's going on in Turkey. They don't care what's going on inside of that's half, that's Congo. That's half Americans, though. Yeah. Like, no one cares, but America, America controls pretty much the media. Yeah. Oh, well, well, I, I would claim that um, there's an Australian controls the majority of the media. Yeah, he owns Fox. He owns everything. You know, states do. Oh, but okay. America, 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 pretty much is the media. He's a bit of a. Um, if that wasn't the case, everybody in Australia wouldn't come here to do work. Not that many do. <laughs> what are you talking about? Every single fucking actor comes from Australia. Oh, the good actors. Work. All the actors come here. You got all your singers come oh, here. Oh, if you're an actor or a singer, yeah, yeah entertainment <laughs> is America's thing. But if you look at immigration of normal people, we're normally going back to the motherland of England <laughs> to sit around in depressive fucking cold. <laughs> oh, you know, Turkey is 80, uh, 85 million people, man. Istanbul is the biggest city in Europe by a mile. Well, that's great. I good for them. I don't mind. Cool. I don't know. Should go. <laughs> Do I? I don't want to go back to that get out area. Of the states. I get been out of the states plenty. I'm not going back into that area. I don't like the food. I don't like the tea. You don't like the people. What's that? Do you not like the people? The people are fine. Okay. I just don't like the food. 
The food's Fuck good. The food. I ain't about that food. Bro. It smells. Hamas. I'm not about it. I've had it. Bro. I've ate it. I've done it. Gotta have the Turkish pasta, whatever they call it. I'll get it wrong. <laughs> Damn, man. It. It's like ravioli with like sour cream. Oh, man. Well, I love the people. Turkish people? Awesome. Man, I got fed like four times at free at restaurants. Because they're just like, oh, where are you from? Like, why are you visiting? I'm like, oh, yeah. I got to pay. Like, no, no, no. I got stopped at customs because I was bringing sh- like alcohol back. Because I kept, there was places giving me, I've called there, it tastes like ouzo. Have you ever had like Greek ouzo? Uh, the white stuff? Yet, yeah. yeah. They, they, there's a Turkish version of that. I can't remember it. But they're like, oh, you need to you need to take this home and give it to your friends and try it. Is it load me up with bottles? I'm like, what the fuck? And I was declaring oh, you, shit. I, you're talking about that. I was talking about that white sauce. The Greek oh, white the white sauce. sauce. Yeah, oh, I man. did my, uh, my Greek disease. That Tartic, is? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Greek food's awesome too. Yeah, I like Greek. <laughs> Huh, Greece as a whole is pretty good. I'm going to be out of the country here in like two weeks. Mm. Yeah, what are you talking about? Rob doesn't f- like French food. What's that? You don't like French food. No, French food fucking sucks. Bro. 100%. French, French like invented, f- before the French, we were eating berries. French is not fucking <laughs> good food. What are you talking about? <laughs> Their food fucking is terrible. French are like the masters. I, of- no, I ordered Why duck. You- I got some fucking bullshit like pace. I wouldn't even feed my dogs. I think I forget what it's called right now. What so, do you think? Like half our foods are named after French things. I don't fucking know, bro. For what, 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 the French, the French. You get banned from France saying that you don't like their food. I literally said in France, I don't like your fucking food. It sucks. Oh man, where's my breakfast at? All they, all they do is they eat a croissant, they smoke cigarettes, and they drink coffee. In the yes, morning. that is all they do in the. That's morning. Europeans. Europe, I will say, Belgium. Europe is not has like the that. best food in the world. Breakfast everywhere sucks. Belgium was amazing. I Belgium probably had the best food so far I've had inside of Europe. Belgium food's very similar to like northern France, all the same. It's like beef bur- beef bourguignon. Oh, no, I, they had the best hamburgers I've ever had inside of Belgium. Their beer, fucking phenomenal. Their fries. Do you know Belgium is where fries were fucking made? It's not wasn't made in fucking France. Do not go to Belgium and tell those people that they did not make the fries. Granted, their fries were not that good. They're a little wide. Not a big fan of them. Ours are thinner here in America, or crinkly. Do you want a bad? You want a real big opinion? Belgian beer, no good. Okay. Oh, okay. I thought you were gonna be like well, they're known for beer. I don't give a fuck. I was there. I was there with like, this guy from the parliament, <laughs> and I was like, "What the fuck?" Other uh, beer. I tried like a million beers. My wife made me go on some fucking tour, which was great. I mean, it was cool. It was what an experience. But they like they have a certain kind of beer that's only made by monks, and it's like super expensive, and it's got like sixteen percent alcohol or something. Like that. Oh fuck it was. I tried it. I tried it. I was I was like, yeah, it's okay, cool. The good thing about Belgium is you'll pay out your ass for anything. It's expensive shit. One of the highest tax rates in the world. And inheritance tax is insane. It's it's something if you're leaving your kids like over a few million dollars, it's like seventy something percent inheritance tax. Imagine oh, wow. that. Here you oh. go, kids. Here's a million bucks. Have eighty. <laughs> like, I tell you, Belgium was like one of the deep best countries in Europe to to, to visit, I thought it was amazing. Oh, it is amazing. But, that's, but this is what you get with the high tax. You get great roads, great schools, great healthcare, things like this. Don't yeah. say that to Americans. Like, no, nah, but yeah. <laughs> I am going healthcare. To that's communist. I'm going. So I'm, I am going to Egypt on this next little stint, and I'm definitely going to be bringing a suitcase full of food. Oh, I bet that food's awesome too. <laughs> out, out on it. Fuck it. Nope. Protein bars for three days. I'll be clogged up like a motherfucker. <sighs> That's it. I'll try something. But if I, if I, I know a lot of Americans go there because we got to go look at the fucking pyramids, but 
Hey, I'm I've I've I, I've eaten enough food in this fucking planet to know what I don't like and what I do like. And creature of habit. I'm fucking eating what I like. <laughs> hey, that's fair. I know I'm gonna enjoy it. I'm gonna fucking ingest it. If I know I'm probably not gonna enjoy it, why would I spend money on it? Yeah. Now with my wife, she forces me to sometimes eat some fucking weird things. Not gonna lie. Well, she's not gonna do it this time. She's pregnant. No, she's not. So yeah. it'd be fucking great. She's not gonna ingest anything strange. I'm not gonna order some fucking weird cheeses. It's gonna smell funny. Oh. That's the other thing. I go over these these places. I love those. The cheeses. fucking cheeses. Like, oh, let's get a cheese board. What's gonna be on it? I don't know. Fuck. It comes out and it's like this big. Ninety nine percent of the cheese looked like it just came out of a cow's ass. Yeah, that's that's the and best. And I'm like, well, that's the best. Yeah. Oh man. It's like some like gooey strong cheese. Che- oh yeah. Oh, like a double brie. Oh yeah, that shit's good. <laughs> Camembert, baby. Man, I love that shit. I live in the wine region back home, but we eat wine. My settlement was German. So it's like wine, fucking cheese, probably occasional racism. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But occasional racism, just I don't know. Well, some of the immigrants, you're like, when did you come? When in the 40s? (laughs) You immigrated to Tasmania and you speak German. What? <laughs> 45? <laughs> Your family came here in 45. That's weird. Your grandfather worked for NASA. <laughs> but for those who don't know, this is my last podcast here. It is. Forever. Are you dying? Yeah, mate. Well, yeah. Imagine that. God, that'd be kind of scary. No, but thank you. Thank you, everyone, for having me for the last five or six weeks. Appreciate what it. What if you did die? What if this really was your last one? I'd be fucked then. Because yeah. I want to write a book that only comes out after I die of all like the random wild shit I've done of which would get me in trouble. So I want to have a book. Have you written it yet? No. <laughs> this is the guy. I haven't even got a will. Bro, I'm a guy with a fucking brain tumor. I haven't got a will. Like, no, oh, I just paid for my grandparents to get a fucking will and you don't even have a will. No, nah, fuck it. I got a dangerous country instead of a will. I don't really have enough to have a will. It'd be like, who wants his car? And they'll look at it and be like, it's a shitbox. <laughs> like the first day I got the car, I'm drilling a hole in the side of it to fit a snorkel by hand. Like it's pretty fucked. It's awesome though. Goes anywhere. But yeah, not dying yet. Oh, we're going to miss you, Willie. I was thanking the crowd for having me. Oh yeah, I know. Right now we have Charles in the audience. I'm sure he's tearing up a little bit. Someone, someone was like, like his voice. I'm like, I can't help it. Like I'm actually seeing an ENT, like you know, throat doctor. As soon as I'm home, bet my voice because it's concerning. Actually, to add to my thing of don't have a will, go my life going to shit. My girlfriend is a speech pathologist. I speak like this. <laughs> <laughs> She's the one that made the appointment. My girlfriend's like, my, like my mum. Like, can you make me a point? Can you ring up? She's like, yeah. So, well, yeah, I good. I kind of feel sad right now. No, thank you. Speak the truth, people, for having the willy. The willy. All right, guys. Well, I guess that's it's it. A little somber. Yeah, I know. We're not in the submarine, bro. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Wait, have you seen this? <laughs> There's an Instagram post in the sub. One of my friends shared it. Goes, keep scrolling. I need to go up. So as you're scrolling, <laughs> <laughs> fuck poor people. Right, it's it, dudes. Oh god.